comic books, video games, television, and movies. In a world where the media has been dominated by superheroes and sci-fi, these barely Irish assholes must band together to make sense of it all. It's not news. It's utterly nonsense. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen from my girlfriend text me. Okay. <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> I mean, so... Well, what's, uh, obviously, because... If it wasn't... It wasn't already it. obvious um, to anyone watching or listening. I'm not sure what the actual post version of this is going to look like. We are live here on Twitch. Yes. Uh, um, why are we live? Because I'm sure we have a load of thoughts about this, and we're just going to be talking over each other the whole time. So apologies in advance if you can't discern any speech, but... Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna dig in and have to edit through all this. So, I'm safe. Okay. So anyway, John's guys... actually smiling genuinely for the first time in four years as well. Yes, so... and <laughs> as you can see, if you didn't notice, I have the artistic black and white, just like all of the Snyder Cut posts on Vero, which, by the way, utterly nonsense, is now on Vero, your premier source for all the Snyder Cut related things. Somehow, because. He just decided to post on there, but we're also on there now. So just another platform for you to follow us, like us, share us, sniff us. Don't do that. But anyway, so anyway all links, utterlynonsense.com. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. Oh, well done. Anyway, if you are new to the podcast, first of all, thanks for tuning in. Don't know how you found us, but thanks for finding us. Check out all of our links, utterlynonsense.com. Yep. All of our podcasts are on all of our various audio platforms, so go check that out if you like what you hear here. Uh, With all that being said, (laughs) let's get into it. So, we, the very first episode we recorded, the first official episode of this with us talking, we were arguing about BVS from the very start. This has been at our core. So, I've been thinking about it. I think in terms of a contained narrative and a well-told story, I think Wonder Woman does take it, but I still enjoyed Batman v Superman more because they're my favorite characters and I've been wanting to see a movie like that forever. So Okay, fine, but it had no plot. <laughs> oh, it did have a plot. No, it didn't. I don't know. How can you get confused by the plot? All you got to do is watch it. confused by the plot. There is none. There is a plot. Okay. And we were there. We did the Justice League review. Jack wasn't there, but... Mike and Eric were there. Yeah. We had some fun times. <laughs> Back then, uh, when the original Justice League came out, I I so, so, so wanted to like it. I was like, no, no, it can't be worse than Wonder Woman. I, I have to believe it's good. It just has to be good. Come on. Yeah, uh, well, I was kind of undecided whether I would put, um, what do you call it? Uh, where I would put, like, Wonder Woman or Justice League. Whether, you know, Wonder Woman is better than League, but... It can't be better than Justice League. I have to believe uh, that it's not better than the team up movie, okay, but um, we'll discuss that. What? It wasn't I just good, remember. Guys. It was not. Good. I remember my initial reaction being like almost from a place of denial. Like I thought, exactly. oh, it's better than this, right? Like, 
I, I, I didn't just see one of the worst superhero movies ever made. It was better than what I thought. I just, you know, I need to let it sit a bit. <laughs> I remember uh, when Eric and I did our low-res review for it, I gave it like a B-, minus, which was extraordinarily generous. <laughs> That's generous. Extraordinarily yeah. generous. And Eric gave it like a D, and I was oh. like, how could you, it's Justice League, how can you give it a D? Well, I want to give it an 8 out of 10, well, but there's I, just, I feel like there's things give that... give it a letter grade. I'm, I'm going to give it a B-. Minus. B-, minus C+. Plus. Uh, yeah, well, a B-. Minus. That's what I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. We're pretty much on the same page for this one for once. But yeah, I saw it. I, I rewatched so it like a wrong. week later. I went to another theater a week later to watch it. And oh my god, it just doesn't hold up beyond that initial viewing. It's <laughs> incredible, especially after seeing the Snyder Cut. It's incredible how bad Warner Brothers just managed to make the theatrical release. I don't know how they could have screwed this up. Well, the thing There's is... There's a couple of factors, probably. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and we won't get into spoilers yet, which, by the way, the, f- the fact that I even have to warn spoilers tells you just how different this movie is. Movie. It's that it's like a whole series condensed. It's, it's it, ridiculous. Well, you might as well have been watching a miniseries of, like, uh, I don't know, just anything Marvel-based. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. First but of all, I, I, I will say... Um, I will say... If you are watching our podcast here and uh, you haven't seen the Snyder Cut already, why are you watching our podcast? Go watch it. Yes, please. Um, legitimately. But, like, yeah, literally. Guys, it's I like two hours longer than the, the Jack actual saw release. It. Jack saw I it. Saw it. Did, you can do it. He doesn't watch anything. <laughs> Go really see don't. <laughs> but yeah, so the Snyder Cut is literally two hours longer than the actual release of Justice League. Oh, and my God, right that was there, there's at least a two hours of unseen footage, and there's a lot more than two hours of unseen footage. Yeah. Remember so, that one uh, guy on Twitter who was like, yeah. Oh, uh, oh it's not what was the thing? Four, 412 minutes or something like that? No, 214 minutes. I got the numbers mm-hmm. reversed. So right. Zack Snyder oh. posted that thing with the film reels that said 214. It's like, that's the length of it. And the guy said, oh, but that's just an assembly cut. <laughs> that, that's where all the other footage was added from. Everyone's it's... been saying, there's no other footage. That's the whole, maybe there's a few deleted scenes. Okay, but they got nothing. So... They got nothing. He's got to film the whole thing. Look, they gave him money. He's making a new movie, which is $30 million. Okay, maybe <laughs> $70 million all said and done with marketing and all that. But he made a new movie, right? Marketing no, is sir. A big thing about no, this, sir. Yeah. You see, the thing was... At the same time, he was fil- filming the things that Warner Brother wanted. He was filming the things that he wanted. Double shots, back to back. It was all there, and now you can see it. Now you are proven wrong, good sirs. I just remember, maybe Eat it was it. like when the uh, release of the Snyder Cut hashtag first started trending. You had just uh, this entire community of DC fans who were passionate about this project, who you know, more or less either were disappointed by the uh, release or for whatever reason, release the Snyder Cut took off really quickly after the movie came. Yeah, I remember release the um, Snyder Cut being trending on Twitter so much throughout 2018 yeah. specifically yeah. just because of how disappointing yeah, the past two movies time. were yeah, by our, Zack Snyder. Our first video and on it was like three years ago where we posted it. Legit. Saw it on Twitter. And I, I just don't know why it gained so much vitriol, but if you were not yeah. part of that movement and you were looking from the outside looking in, you would also see just like this group of journalist Twitter, right? Um, Pretty much. You know, what I'm talking about. Who basically oh. took to Twitter to say how toxic the fan base was and how this was never going to happen. We got to let it go. <laughs> then Snare <Snyder laughs> said, uh, screw you, toxic fans. I don't need you pretty much. What? So what can you say now? Yeah, The movie um, came out. It existed. <laughs> what was the whole point of that? Why did you campaign against it? Is it just because yeah, something you like... didn't like? Do you hate seeing people passionately striving for something? 
you will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. <laughs> Why do you not like that? Maybe they just don't like Zack Snyder. Maybe they're paid by Disney. Paid by Disney. Or maybe they just hate happiness and joy. I, I don't understand the incentive, but um, what I will say is I've spent enough time on social media to know that for every, like, for every movement there is, for every action there is, for every tweet there is, there's someone on the opposite side who exists just to try to cancel it out. Mm-hmm. Um, not to like equate that with cancel culture, but literally, uh, no, we're not doing this again. <laughs> literally, there's <laughs> too so much, many... too much. My brain's about to be fried from it. Yeah. Just for lack of a better term, there's so many trolls on Twitter who exist really just to try to piss people off, who try to take the counter approach, who try to do everything in their power to try to tear you down. What can you really do? That's just the nature of social media, you know. Well, let's be real. Hey, let's look at the Godzilla fandom for reference. Do they say all their movies are stupid as hell? Yes. Do they still like them? Yes. <laughs> so be happy and yep. shut up for the love of God. Yeah. Yeah. But we so are it's not that here. hard. It really isn't. After all the so, time, I mean, we are now here, and you see all the all the critics doing a 180. Be like, oh yeah, I got to review it now because I'm such an influencer. People care about my oh. opinion. So. No. I, I will say I was looking through the uh, Rotten Tomatoes reviews, um, mm-hmm. like basically as soon as they came out, because I wanted to see what the journalist class had to say about this thing after it came out. Since obviously love them or hate them, you got to acknowledge that objectively they have not been enjoying these movies, right? Like they're clearly movies that are made for the DC fandom. So if you're from the outside mm-hmm. looking in, it might not be your thing. That's fine. But uh, you probably shouldn't be reviewing this thing if you're coming from the perspective of like a hoity-toity, oh, I'm a film buff who writes for the New Yorker type thing. You know? <laughs> I um, only indulge in the refined Marvel palette. We need the which, good, which is weird because one division best fit for the elite. The beautiful it, 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 Elizabeth oh my God, Olsen. I hate myself more. And, uh, who was the other guy? Um, Paul Bettany wondrous Shakespearean actors, an astonishing achievement. <laughs> Get out! I mean, yeah, I haven't so seen it, but I'm just saying, saying. Why the and double standard? Jack and I actually did, like, if you haven't checked out our last podcast, Jack, me, and mm-hmm. uh, Mike Karowicz did a re- actual review on WandaVision. So, oh, right, right. I was like, wait, what, what's the joke here? And then wait, well, you think like, I just oh, called right. you out for something? Uh, <laughs> no, I was just like, wait, what did I do this time? And I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so it's actually a great series. These things, people. And uh, Disney Plus has actually set a whole new bar for streaming quality television. So It really has. Um, uh, I and, you know, I was saying the, before the, we actually start recording here, other than Winter Soldier, I just started. and yeah, I, I haven't seen the premiere of that yet. That'll probably be my uh, whole assignment as of Expect uh, another review. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, expect another one. I, I will say it's entertaining. I, I don't think it's as good as WandaVision yet, but uh, it, you can tell well, that they clearly so, I mean, also spent a lot of money putting together the series. So uh, yeah. it, it, it's like mm-hmm. the same quality as WandaVision and Mandalorian. You know, it's definitely up there. You can see where the budget's going. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't want to get too off topic yeah. since we're talking about... Yeah, yeah I was going to say... This is DC time. To circle back to a point I started and then we got into way into a tangent. So the original That's Justice it. League, Warner Brothers wanted a single... They wanted to have their cake and eat it, right? They wanted to have single mm-hmm. contained movies, but they also wanted a whole universe built out within the span of three movies. Now, think about how many movies it took Marvel to build up to Avengers. It was about a lot more ten. than three. For, it was... for the DC universe, you just had Man of Steel, which was just Superman, right. and that was good, and that was fun. I just rewatched it. it Great movie. It flawed. Right. It has it has some flaws. I will say, I still think right. the worst decision, it. worst casting choice that DC has made is uh, putting Amy Adams in as Lois Lane. I'm okay with that. Oh, but, you know, here's one you. good thing about yeah. her. 
Ginger Red does head. not approve of Ginger Lois. Red so, hair, but they didn't even Lois change her Wayne's hair. not a Ginger, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly, true. she's not. So she's why not. why is uh, whatever? It's yeah. anyway. I, I would have liked. I'm against the hair. Yeah. Then BVS, which had you know the, the ultimate edition of it because I watched that as ultimate well. Edition right was before. actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the, the Snyder Cut, and this is the main point I'm getting to. It's like a series where you have all of these elements introduced, but as a contained film, it I don't know if it really works as a single movie right. for me. Like, it's more of an episodic thing. Like To me, it was kind of like watching the, you know how they had the whole DC animated movie universe with, like, the new 52 type things, and it was ongoing. It, it mm-hmm. felt like that to me. You know, it's, it's kind of dark. Well, a lot darker than what you would typically expect from something like Marvel. And it just had all these ongoing plot threads, new elements introduced, and this character's got to have a story, and that character's got to have a story. So, on one hand, I can see why people wouldn't like these as a single movie, but on the other, look at what Warner Brothers was asking Zack Snyder to do. Build this universe, do these characters justice, but you can't do them justice unless you tell their stories proper, which, with the Snyder Cut especially, I feel like he did as much as he could. And... Again, it, it works as like a long mm-hmm. episodic thing, and it is in parts. But as a film, literally, you could have never shown that in a theater. Oh yeah, I not I don't know. I feel like it could have gotten like a grand IMAX treatment if it had been built right. Because not to say a four-hour movie is something that you see all too often. Um, I don't think I, ever. I, I can't. I'm sure there have been releases. Isn't with the like, wind there, like in probably, a super long movie? It had I, an I intermission. Like I think. approaching three hours. Uh, um, yeah, a lot of older movies. Why? Well, it's back, so long. okay, it's so like here's a little actual, bit of film history for it's like you. An opera. But, um, oh. So back in the olden days when films were still shown on physical analog reels, oh, um, God. longer movies, so like, I, I think even like two hours and onward, Side like any baby. sort of epic. Um, I, I know Gone with the Wind was one that had an intermission. I know um, there have been a handful of others. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what the other big example is. Lawrence of Arabia is another one that was like close to three hours long and uh, had to have that intermission. The whole reason they had the intermission was because you physically could not fit that much film on one reel. You would have to switch out the reel yeah. midway through yeah. the actual movie to actually make it flow, right? So that's mm-hmm. why you would have the intermission as opposed to, uh, you know, just like a brief second of dark screen. Plus, uh, you know, it gave uh, filmgoers the chance to go get concessions and actually support the theater. So, you know, you wouldn't have to risk losing uh, part of the movie. Um, so. Uh, another reason anyway that's why, why they had intermissions why theaters might not yeah. like longer films is because that means less showings and exactly. the theater is occupied for longer for people only paying for one ticket yeah so um i i, I and yeah, that look, does I think, make sense i i think as we're seeing more of a rise of streaming and as we're seeing more of a push to put movies on these streaming platforms first and who knows if that'll last uh post-covid at all um i i think there have been some uh major shifts there obviously the irishman came out pre-covid and mm. that was three and a half oh. hours yeah, <laughs> I, like the I, like, I, fe- I felt like i was <laughs> getting old as i was watching i it. thought it was good uh, um another one jack hasn't seen haha <laughs> so i i will say um and uh, again just to go through to the whole uh, rotten tomatoes journalist point um despite the fact that it had overwhelmingly positive reviews the fan base i think held it at like a 97 percent, which is insane mm-hmm. 
Um, I, that, and that's with 10,000 plus reviews. That's you got to realize, given that massive sample size, it's, it's bots, it's again. Russians. No, those Snyder Cut people are supported by the Russians. No, <laughs> even even journalist Twitter gave it like a 78%, which is like way higher than uh, uh, basically any other DC movie to this point, aside from like Shazam and Wonder Woman. In the interest um, of balancing and fairness, where like, where's Shazam? In yeah, the interest of Shazam's like a ninety-one or something, it's very high. Of all things balanced, uh, WB paid them. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Listen, man, Warner Brothers has always been up to something, but <laughs> well, it's yeah. like it's the whole uh, back when we uh, reviewed Captain Marvel. That was our theory. For oh my why god, had, like, don't a seventy something percent. You could just always throw out that theory. It's so easy. Um, prove me wrong. Possible. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, it's yeah. You really have no idea how much money's changing hands behind these. Um, uh, so I, I will say, um, they did give it a mostly positive rating. The, uh, uh, critics who are professionally Rotten Tomatoes approved critics who are at these formal news sites and not just like independent reviewers like us. Um, but basically yeah, no one the, the uh, whole, like every single negative review had well, I might the be biased. Exact point, right? <laughs> It's too long. It's four too hours long. Who could expect long. to sit through this thing? I sat it's, through it. No one. I mean, pretty well, much. I had a pee. But... Oh yeah, I sat through it all in one sitting. I sat through all three Hopefully movies in one day. Like, yeah, like not I did feel that. like a four-hour-long movie. It, you actually can sit through it and enjoy it. You don't feel like it drags overly in any major spots. It's actually really well paced, and anyone who's complaining about the four-hour-long runtime probably hasn't actually seen the movie yet. Hmm. Um. I, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And these people also like watching it a season of Shit's Creek, uh, in a day or something ridiculous. Yeah, they'll, they'll binge watch something in a magnificent plot. Great I, I mean, pacing. You, you think about how much television the average viewer watches in a single sitting, it's more than four hours. Uh, so, oh, more than four why, hours for me. why would a four hour movie dissuade you if you're sitting in front of the television? I can tell you right now, because it's a uh, March Madness season, I watch at least six hours of basketball yesterday. Like, hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, people get over it. Yeah, so that, that that that's just like such a ridiculous reason to give it a negative re- uh, review because it's too long, you know. Um, so also a s- very petty reason is like what? If I, I don't even... something actually constructive to that, you know, would it make your movies that you want to be in your family be better? Well, it's... I could see if they were coming at it from the angle of some of this could have been condensed, like we could have parts cut out some which extraneous parts, like some of the parts, for instance, and I won't uh, get into it right now, but. Some of the scenes that hint at, like I, we were saying before we recorded, hanging plot threads, teasing for a universe mm-hmm. that we know most likely won't be built at this point unless we restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> I, I think but, that's probably going to be, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you, it's going to pick off. I feel like that's the next again. transition for them. I feel like if you dropped a couple of those, the movie would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, other than I will that, say. Yeah, you're you're right, and I would I, I will say right now nine out of ten. I thought it was a phenomenal effort. I thought it was a perfect director's cut. If uh, total um, man, yeah. But it's, um, can you even the, call the, it a director's the, cut? Oh uh, yeah, it was like drastically different from the theatrical release. Yeah, so it's, it's not even a cut. Yeah. It's like because a cut would imply the scenes are edited differently. It's like. <laughs> It's Zack yeah, Snyder's like, Justice League. I, I know a lot of people brought up the whole Blade Runner comparison, right? Where there was like, what? Um, you, you don't need to have seen the movie to get wh- what I'm saying, but um, basically that was a movie that had like six or seven different cuts, <laughs> and uh, there's like different segments of the fan base that consider what cut is uh, canon, what cut is uh, actually the best. But uh, 
so like there's multiple director's cuts there's multiple like theatrical cuts whatever they're not drastically different from cut to cut but uh it, it it's like the the obvious comparison um there is the obvious difference between blade runner and the snyder cut is that you're not really mm-hmm. dealing with it, it's like obviously a drastically different movie whereas those are mostly the same yeah. movie if that makes yeah. sense yeah. and isn't blade runner marvel yeah <laughs> uh, excuse me blade runner marvel <laughs> No, it's not a comic thing. It's no, it's, not? it's a Ridley Scott thing. So it, it's, it's based on a, on a um, oh, Ridley Scott. Okay, it's based on sense. a book called Do Yeah Androids Do Androids Electric Sleep Sheep Do Androids Sleep Electric Do Electric Androids Dream yeah, 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 of Electric right. Sheep And then the, 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 the name Blade Runner was taken from a different book, but Ridley Scott just liked that title better, so he just took it. Oh yeah, and it makes like All no right. sense <laughs> in the actual I mean, uh, hey, movie to call these cops Blade Runners, but it's just a it sounds cool. Yeah. Wait, Blade Runners, but the cut. Co- Blade uh, Runner is just the like, name of these cops that hunt down these androids in right. the future. It's they're yeah, it's sort of like bounty hunter, sort of like cop. Yeah. So um, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is in it, right? Who? Ryan Reynolds is in this, right? No. Um, no. Ryan Gosling was in the newer one. I, he, Ryan yeah. Gosling, what? Yeah. He's in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but uh, no, the oh, the, oh. the original came out in the eighties. It was uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, eighty two, I believe. Was it that? I thought it was 84, but yeah, 82 it's, sounds right. How about that? Yeah. So uh, a better comparison to, for what you were saying would be the Richard Donner Superman's because originally he was contracted to film mm. two movies back to back. And after they got through the Oof. first one, they were in, in the middle of filming the second. I think they might have got like halfway or something like that. Could be more. I forgot. I saw the documentary a while ago. But the point is he had a lot filmed. But there was creative differences, of course, between him and the owners of the rights to Superman on film, which was not Warner Brothers at that this point. They were independent owners. So eventually he leaves uh, the project it. and they do all these reshoots. And then you get Superman 2, which is pretty different from you. And you can buy this on DVD. Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. Even wow. the ending of the first movie got changed because the originally intended ending of Superman 2 was when he flies around the earth and turns back time. Not Superman one, so that right there, I mean, the, the whole way that the, the the plot is solved in two is completely different. But there, there's a bunch of different scenes too, and that yeah, I took twenty six years to come out, and this only took four. Six. Why? It was like three and a half because of us, yeah. us united. Well, because uh, we're able to uh, complain on the internet a lot faster and easier yeah. now. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the one good thing to come out of Twitter. <laughs> the only good thing, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, the whole thing does sort of talk. It, it, it is sort of a commentary on how powerful the fan base is. Because look, this never would have been able to happen, like even a decade ago. Or the right? Sonic, uh, nope. Oh yeah, totally. Oh. But um, it, and it does tell you that uh, you know, these executives might not have the most uh, let's say uh, creative sense, right? They might not yeah. have the best idea of what actually works for a good story. They're but, just uh, the guys with the money, let's be real. When you put on the pressure, when the fan base all, overwhelmingly shows their disdain for something, that speaks volumes. You know? yeah. Well, let's also um, be honest, because without HBO Max, because this was even before COVID, without yeah. HBO Max wanting to sell its platform, because they're thinking, alright, well, Netflix already has all these other things. It has its own Marvel shows that people probably forgot about already. Now, Disney Plus has all of these yep. Star Wars and Marvel shows. We need a big tentpole franchise thing to draw a lot of crowd in. This is the perfect thing. We There's a demand for it. We see it. And I've read that it was mainly the, um, I don't know if it was the CEO, but somebody at AT&T said to the Warner Brothers Pictures, make this happen. 
so without that buyout and without HBO Max, we'd probably still be sitting here saying release it already. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. And also, let's be real, they capitalized on DC everything in big time because yeah. when I was uh, just surfing around, I was like, wow, they got all of them. Yeah, there's all so right. much DC stuff. I'm like, heaven. I was just like, great, because I, I thoroughly enjoyed Aquaman. So oh, yeah. No, I thought. I enjoy uh, it. I still think it's probably the strongest movie in the DC universe. I want to agree with um, that. And actually, it's hard for me to rank complaints that I have. Yeah, I mean, look, it's hard for me to rank Snyder Cut objectively, right? Like, I, I don't know if I it can even compare it's, to the rest it's of the movies of, since it's a totally different film from anything else we've seen it's in like, the DC universe. I'm going to talk my trash later. Don't, don't worry, people. It's like <laughs> but yeah, it's half a, a Flash movie, half a Cyborg movie, Ugh. half an Aquaman movie. A quarter Not of a even Wonder half Woman an movie. Aquaman movie. It's like maybe a quarter of Aquaman. It's well, the thing uh, is, it sets up all those third, things that would be explored like in, in Aquaman. Like you see Willem Dafoe, who is the guy who taught him. You see Oko. Mira. They talk mm-hmm. about his father. They talk about his Oko. mother. And then you see all of that played out in the Aquaman movie. So it literally set all these things up. Like that's what Warner Brothers asked it, him it, to do. Set this up. Is, he did it. And they the said, weird thing is you had inklings of that in the theatrical release, right? Like mm-hmm. the scene Slightly. where he's actually talking with Mara and you sort of get the sense of, oh, he abandoned his people or something. Yeah, but it made no sense because there's no context. Over. Yeah, there's no, yeah, exactly. there there's no, no reference to anything whatsoever. So if you don't know anything about this character going in, you're completely blind to the scene. It makes literally no sense. And they just basically trim this thing down to nothing. Why? Yeah, and Why? the same thing in. Uh, it was only a two-hour-long theatrical release. They could have added on to that easily and still had an interested fan base. Jesus. Also, it's the same with. Yeah. Also, in the interest of fairness, because I know we do all like the DC animated universe, the Bruce Tim things, and Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Hmm. When no they set that, when they set up that team, all the heroes, aside from Superman and Batman, kind of just came in out of nowhere. They didn't really have a setup. But to be fair. There's a little setup for Wonder Woman, and she's excluded from what I'm about to say. To be fair, it was presented as though all of these heroes had already been established. Like, you know, mm-hmm. cutting it slack because it's a cartoon aside, and they only have, like, less than a half hour with each part. It was established that these were all heroes. Well, Martian Manhunter, he also got a setup. Right. It, was, it was all yeah, which I was just like, what? Episode is well, about- not yet, not yet. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, Flash comes in and he was he was a guest in an episode of Superman and then Green Lantern. It was a different Green Lantern. But oh. here in this Justice League, nobody is established, I guess, aside from one woman technically, but it's all like they were in hiding. They were loners there or they're outcasts. Well, I mean, and now they all I, come I, out of the woodwork. So I'm trying to think of where this would have been chronologically. Like this would have been the fifth, it, it, assuming the Snyder Cut by some miracle had actually hit theaters mm-hmm. and we'd gotten the full four-hour film back in 2017. This would have been the fifth movie in the DC Extended Universe after Wonder Woman, after BVS, after Suicide Squad, after Man of Steel. Didn't Obviously, Suicide Squad? Come after. I mean, yeah, because it Suicide is. Suicide Squad was number oh three. Oh my god, that j- <laughs> cringing. Yeah, stuff. no, it was Man of Steel first, Ugh. followed by BVS a couple years later, followed by Suicide Squad, which was like I think the summer after that, followed then, by Wonder Woman, and then Justice League came out the following. Yeah. Oh right, so so, so Wonder Woman in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they Wonder did Woman great on timing. <laughs> yeah. So Wonder Woman could have. Uh, like I, I feel like if you were going into this movie with some prior knowledge just of the DC universe and for some reason didn't know much about these characters beyond movies, you would know who Wonder Woman is, right? Like uh, she doesn't really need that much of a setup, but uh, yeah, yeah, 
She's also she comes yeah, in, and she's ready yeah. to fight, and you hear the every single just, time she. Can breathes. I just say that bank scene? What? First of all, it was that was like look, they kept most of that in the theatrical release. It was obviously something that oh, Snyder had shot directly. Yeah. Um. The, there's yeah, this one part at the end of the bank scene that's in the Snyder cut that's not in the theatrical release, where she's basically telling this little girl, "You can do whatever you want. You can become whatever you want." That actually made me cry a little bit. It made me tear up and made me choke up a little bit. They cut that from the fucking theatrical release. And it's like one of the most heartwarming, enduring scenes in the movie. Uh, I did do a high-pitched awe when I saw that. I was just like, oh, that's cute. I think that girl's supposed to be Donna Troy. (laughs) That would be cool. That would be nice. Wonder Girl, you can be anything you want. That that would be nice. Mm. A setup. See, he said uh, everything. Everything is there. You got Ryan Choi, the uh, Adam. You got spoiler, Martian freaking Manhunter, dude. My and I, I do not exaggerate. The scene where he appeared, I wasn't completely not expecting. Like I, I knew he would make ready. some appearance, but I was not ready. I literally go, yeah, no joke. Yeah. Uh, so no, when I when I saw that, I literally was like, "What?" My grandma was walking by. She was like, "You okay?" Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was so, so I was like John Jones out of nowhere, but guess what? They're still not going to use the damn name because God forbid. Yeah, because I first see the Martian red eyes, man. and I thought, "Is this yeah. is this a dark side thing? What's going on?" Yeah, I thought it was dark oh, side. I was like, how, oh, "When could he do this?" Oh, yeah. Um, then I was so just I, like, "My Martian sentence, senses are tingling." Oh, I will yeah. say, <laughs> I this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I love Martian Manhunter, but did he really need to be in the movie? Did it really seem organic? No, that's where I agree. You know, so, um. Again, no, I'm, I'm glad that, that it at least that. introduces the possibility of bringing him in later. But, and, uh, and I do appreciate the fact that the epilogue was just like, I am here to help. Yeah, and uh, that part... I used to be called the Martian Manhunter. And by the way, I just pretty much knew where you would be. I, I was thinking, yeah. oh, Bruce is totally chill with this uh, alien coming Bruce down. Bruce would not be okay with that. <laughs> like, it, literally, the last movie was all... Like, BBS was all about how he's, like, super yeah. cautious about the fact that an all-powerful alien is coming to this planet. Why would he suddenly be okay with Martian Manhunter? Where's his security system? (laughs) (laughs) And thing entering airspace. I paid a million dollars for this. Well, I mean, if Wonder Woman can dismantle it in under a minute, I'm sure Martian Manhunter can too. But also, telepathy crap. Small gripe. Whatever the word. Nice lighthouse too. I I don't know if I guess that scene wasn't part of any of the uh, extra scenes he did because the only one he did was with the uh, the Joker. But small gripe, and this is the same gripe I have with Supergirl. Why all CGI? Just paint his face green like Gamora. Come on. Yeah. Well, obviously, it did look better than Supergirl CGI. But, yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's a fair point. <laughs> um, I, I like the design, though. It, it looked cool, but come on, just paint his face. Use some makeup. Come on, get Star Trek up in this. I guess you could argue. Gotta that mention it. For Can't a character. Do a single who, episode without mentioning Star For a character who is a shifter, it's probably easier just to CGI the appearance than it is to, like, paint face green, because then, like, practically speaking, if you ever had to have him change to a different character, it would be a lot easier just to change the CGI than it would be to completely unpaint the face. I I, kind of get why they're coming at it like that from a technical perspective. Logistically. uh, I I agree that visually it would look better if it was done practically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wanted to ask a quick question, because we just talked about uh, Bat v Superman. Uh, Timeline-wise, so Batman was already Batman for 20 years, and then like yeah, yeah, 18 years later, Superman then shows up. I'm sorry, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was there the entire time Batman was Batman. Well, yeah, it's kind of weird that he doesn't know who he is. Like, what? I was just like, yeah. who the hell set this up? 
But uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, I, it, well, it's, it's obviously like a different telling from traditional yeah. Beastie Comics. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that was Snyder's decision or if that was a WB. I'm not personally against it. Um, I, yeah, I think hey, it I just found well it like a little off. I was just like, those numbers don't add up. Well, it's because... like this. No. Um, at the time BVS happens, they say he's been Batman for 20 years. So yeah. Superman at that point didn't show up to Metropolis until a year and a half earlier. And before that, you know, he was just living in Kansas and then all over the world. So yeah. it's conceivable he probably wouldn't have heard of Batman until that point, until he no, actually I, I, I gets get involved with Superman's Gotham. perspective, I was talking about for, from Batman. So he's like, hey, you should have heard about this spaceship falling, but not the spaceship. Should have heard I mean, about this guy that going, like, does these extraordinary feats. And you're oh, well, not the, curious before, one bit. Before Man of Steel, he, there was no Superman. And yeah. that's an interesting point for how the, the plot of the film, and I, this is why I still think BVS can be mm-hmm. seen as a single film, because the whole thing revolves around kind of the reaction to Superman as a threat. Because it's like, first, nothing, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. oh my god, aliens in the sky, they want some random guy? Can we trust this guy? Look at all the destruction he caused. Is yeah. he really here to save Attack us, or saves. is he just doing this in his own interest? Like, he's saving himself, but look at all the collateral damage. It- can it we does... expect this to keep happening? We have to no, get rid of them. Technically, I will say yes. <laughs> so I will say uh, that that's actually like a really smart thing that DC did. That it took Marvel like what eight years until Civil War, right? Uh, give or take. Mm. Um, Civil War. Obviously, uh, I mean, uh, I, if you're not realizing like, what, how much destruction these um, hey. Iron Man was, two thousand eight. Yeah, um, Jesus. If you're not automatically thinking about how much destruction is caused by these battles, by these fights between good and evil, how much actual, like, logistical hell this would be, um, you're not paying attention to these movies. And Marvel straight up ignores that for, like, in most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not until yeah. Civil War and Sokovia that you sort of uh, uh, get the sense that there's ramifications for those actions. And DC acknowledges that right away. Because how the fuck do you deal with the destruction of Gotham or Metropolis or yeah? Metropolis. Well, uh, let's be real. Uh, every single time uh, Zod, I saw Zod and Superman clash, I was just like, "That's a billion worth in collateral." Yeah. Every single time they impact I was just something, like, oh my god! Bang, bang, bang. I was just like, "Is no one going to say anything?" Yeah, yeah. Well, think about it too. Like this is his first time doing anything that physical as Superman, yeah. so he doesn't yet have that hyper awareness of. Everything around oh, me yeah. is, is is breaking, and Zod specifically said, "I will do everything in my power to cause as much destruction as I can." So well, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah Which, so I, I, I don't think anyone was like not happy with the design of him, but that was yeah. just like, yeah, it's gross, gross on you. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I mean, I don't think anyone would. Uh, I, I don't think anyone's really griping about the motivations of the characters there. Um, I, I think that all makes sense, right? Um, and also. So, so yeah. something odd in BVS, there's actually a lot less destruction when they fight Doomsday. Like there's the one part yeah, where he jumps on the oh, building yeah, I mean, and he has that that burst, and okay, it takes off the like a number of buildings, like the top of them. But then they're on like the Strikers Island, which is abandoned, mm-hmm. so not much destruction there. And then Batman says, "I led him back to this abandoned district in Gotham." So. Even though it's Doomsday against Superman, there's and there's all those huge and Doomsday is a literal energy burst. Death. Yeah, there was a lot less destruction than Man of Steel. Weird. <laughs> I still don't really like that Doomsday. Weird, but that was not Doomsday. I'm that okay. was rip off Doomsday. 
Yeah, yeah I always call that, it that's that, that, that annoyed me. That's moldy abomination from the Hulk 2008. <laughs> it's moldy abomination. Thank it, you. Well, it, it's weird when you think about it because even in the uh, uh, even in the uh, Ultimate Edition of BVS, the character didn't change at all. So was that Snyder's decision? Or but yeah, I saw like was like, it a CGI the minor like spikes coming out of him and i was just like oh he's transforming into yeah. a little doomsday and then i was just like oh no he still looks like crap yay here's what i think what snyder was going for with all of this because i think he wanted superman out of the picture and of course the way to do that doomsday all right fine whatever the whole point the through line through all of this is to show in this <laughs> universe in this version of the dc universe how screwed everybody is without superman but especially without Superman on your side. Because yeah, the whole much. nightmare is what happens when Superman's not on your side and everything that happens leading up to when he comes back in Justice League is what happens without Superman. The world needs... That's the point. Superman in Lantern. the black suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so um, specifically, that's... Green Lantern. Steppenwolf does says no Kryptonians, no Green Lantern. Yeah, except no, excuse me, no lanterns. He it's no lantern. Except in no the lantern. in the flashback, Darkseid just yeah. trashes that one Green Lantern like it was. Yeah, nothing. just cuts <laughs> off his hand, which is like you'd think people would do that more often. And well, then they usually just... have the energy shield protecting them from something like that, but. Whatever. I don't think he was chosen. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, did you notice um, when they had the uh, old gods fighting, like Zeus and Ares? They actually yeah, had I was David, like, what? They had David Thewlis actually come back as Ares for that. Was that him? That, yeah, oh, it was, I noticed him. it was his face. Yeah. Okay. You, I actually a few, did not... like, Brief uh, moments where you can actually see his face. Yeah, it was before you put that little weird that. skull thing on. Yeah. But, uh, I, and he's a badass. Really he's the one who actually fatally wounds Darkseid during I, this. Can I say? Yeah, I thought that yeah. was very cool. Though. The whole yeah. old gods battle, I loved that. Even that, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, especially, yeah, Ares and then Zeus with the lightning bolts. I was like, mm-hmm. this looks damn cool. It's like 300 combined with superpowers. Yeah. But I also I was really confused as why his arms were like glowing like molten lava. I was like Hephaestus. Oh, it's because you? he's well, it's Zeus. Yeah, but uh, then yeah, now from his arms, like, obviously, when it obviously yeah. takes a lot of energy. Have you yeah. seen Mortal, Mortal Kombat Sub Zero? He has the ice up arms. Scorpion has the fired up arms. Raiden has the lightning up arms. It's just an aesthetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, at first, I was just like, "What the heck?" And then I was just like, "Oh, it's because I was thinking, which Greek god is this?" <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just Zeus, and it's really. Why does he look like Leonidas? It's literally just yeah, Leonidas like with lightning. I, I was thinking he looked like uh, Billy Butcher if he suddenly became a soup, right? But uh, <laughs> okay, you you need to see the boys. I haven't okay. seen the boys. You gotta is, see the boys. Is that Carl Urban? Looks like, yeah, yeah, Carl Urban. Okay, exactly. Okay. But uh, Jack doesn't know who Carl Urban is, so that's <laughs> Billy Butcher. Oh well, he's uh, Bones in the Star Trek reboot films. He's uh, what's his name? The bald uh, guy from Star Thor Trek Ragnarok. Anything, John? <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the bald guy with the guns and <laughs> Thor the guy Ragnarok. Takes over for uh, Idris Elba. You know, um, the guy in the Watchtower, or not Watchtower. Um, he's the guy. The Frost, you know, basically, takes the gatekeeper for yeah. by Frost. Um, by Frost. Oh, Frost. Scourge. Scourge. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy. Oh, hair, that's it. So, that's yeah. him. And he's Judge yeah. Dredd in the 2012 Whoa. movie Dredd me, that everyone. My daddy was about. a stonemason. Yeah, he's in a lot. He's great. Nobody cares. But uh, <laughs> watch the boys because he's the main guy in the boys and he's fantastic at it. Yeah, he's like. Oh yeah, the I mean, Batman I've heard his uh, beautiful accent. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so is it time we get into some plot or in detail? I should say. Oh, um, before we yes, do, because I really I, want to talk some smack on Flash right now. <laughs> before we do, the one thing I did want to bring up was uh, uh, Steppenwolf. Before uh, yes, I get yes. into his motivations as a character, 
What did you think of the design? Because I know when we saw the initial trailer yes. and the initial well, okay. you know you the joke that would be it. making next. So okay. initially, on looking at it in the still images, I thought it looked too busy because there's a ton of detail on it. And I I read somewhere that um you know he, he was answering some questions and he said Steppenwolf was like the hardest visual effect to pull off, and I could right. see why because oh yeah, still it's images all parts and it's a full oh, CG character. Still images, I can't tell what I'm looking at, but in motion. It, it looks okay. It You really it have did. to see it in motion. Otherwise, it's like, what is that? But you get it. It's like a living yeah. armor that moves and transforms to deflect incoming damage. It makes sense when you watch it. it. And it actually bends to his will, obviously, unless he's... Yeah, like, when, I love so, when Darkseid <laughs> appears and he takes it off, like, yeah, someone's taking off their head. Head. Like, My just that that's what with... his actual head looks like, right? Like, I was just like, oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, he's like some I, kind I mean, of you goat think man. that's probably just a helmet or something. No, his he's got this head. It's his head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was weird. Got the actual but... horns and everything. No. It's I, like, I like uh, his face when... more. It's better. Yeah, no, I think yeah, visually. It was like when Thor came across, it was like Thor and Ragnarok when he encountered, what's his damn name, that hell-looking dude that causes Ragnarok. Surtur? Yeah. Yeah, Surtur. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, um, yeah. So basically, I, I saw a side by side comparison of the uh, Justice League version. I think that's the first time we said Justice League throughout this whole podcast. Uh, the Justice League version of uh, Steppenwolf versus the Snyder Cut version of Steppenwolf. Just- and it's again like night and day. Like <laughs> you can tell it's a similar model, but it's a drastically different character. He looks yeah. less like a generic nobody and more like something that would actually be a threat. He looks more alien, which I kind of. He did look more alien, but alien. his eyes made him look way more human to me. Yeah, as We're, well. Perfect example. Yeah, 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 yeah. In I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. In BVS, the one deleted scene, or the one that isn't deleted in the Ultimate Edition of when Luther's in the Genesis Chamber and he mm. sees the hologram of Steppenwolf, it looks exactly right. like that. His design yes. stays consistent. Good. Which I liked, by the way. I did actually enjoy that. Right. So I will say, as a villain, I, I still don't think Steppenwolf is like a great villain by any means. But I don't think it's he ever was. A drastically better is, interpretation is. of the character. Like he yeah. actually has motivations now for yeah, I, like, wanting to come to Earth. Yeah, the fact he's that actually I, formidable. He it actually doesn't seem had... like someone that it, you could yeah. easily just brush away, right? Like you get this sense when he's fighting the Amazons right away. Mm-hmm. He's an actual threat. He takes them down like they're nothing. Yep. He basically knocks over a horse with his bare hands. That's fucking badass, man. Cuts through all the Atlanteans. Oh, yeah. Like a hot it, knife. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. And if you look at the theatrical... It's just like just bash hands just them all. Some generic like CG villain. So, <laughs> night and day on the... No, the generic CG, yeah. CGI villain is abomination still, so... <laughs> true. True, true, true. So yeah, we all know how about that suck people. All right. <laughs> obviously, he can't be too overpowered in the actual release, right? You need to have the realization that oh, there are greater threats out there. Dark side is going to be ten times, if not infinitely, stronger of a villain than a uh, 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 Steppenwolf could ever even dream mm-hmm. to be. Um, it's like Superman to Aquaman. Yeah, exactly. Kinda. So. And yeah, you know, it's like, it doesn't seem like Superman is so powerful that he could easily handle this on his own, right? You get the sense that they need this whole team, right? It's That's a good thing about this. Everyone plays a part. It's not just like in the the original version where, I I shouldn't say that's, that's not the original. That's the reshot version. In the reshot version, when Superman comes in, it's over. That's it. He just, 
Hey, is this guy still bothering you? Just bip bit up and hold on. I'll just go save some people. I can come back. I can go get popcorn. I can go take a piss. I'm still here. I just solve everything. But here, everyone plays a part. It basically defeats the whole point of having a Justice League movie. You know, you don't need the Justice League when you have a Superman that's that powerful. Yeah. It's it's boring. And he is that powerful, but there are more things here that everyone else does or that it's more clearly indicated what they're doing. Right. Like, you, of course, you have the head, heavy hitters, Wonder Woman and Aquaman. They're keeping Steppenwolf distracted. And then Cyborg is doing his thing. They, Everything. they explain a lot more with the mother boxes and how he's connected to them. And, they, and then they explain how Flash has to come in and how he has to do something important, really important. And then Batman, you know, he's Batman. He's yeah, the And maker. obviously now you can sort of see how Flashpoint's going to happen. You can sort of see. Oh, my God. He doesn't have the firmest grasp. You're going to have to break the rule, grasp over time travel. But, uh, you know, he at least has an understanding that, first of all, he's capable of moving that fast. They didn't do the whole, oh, Superman is all powerful. He's just as fast as the Flash guys. Yeah, um, or, Barry, you've really got to go faster. Just, you've got to go faster. But I lost my speed. I don't have we my speed. Are the Flash you got to go faster, Iris. And I will say, I Iris. already like this Iris just from like Iris. the two seconds this year. Well, wait, was that supposed to be Iris? Because literally, yeah, I, it is. That, it is. that scene made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, that, whole, that like, was the weirdest. How thing he just sort of like looking at her in slow motion. I'm just like, dude. Wait, of, wait, I was just yeah. like, why are you touching her face like that? It's a little weird. Uh, and well, then, he, and then he goes. But he's in hey, love. Like, giant hot dog okay. eater. I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, that comes in. But here's the thing. What though. the hell I, I was that thought, entire yeah, scene? Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I magically don't have any shoes anymore, but I'm hanging out with all the dogs and going like, hey, uh, whenever stuff like this happens, I always make sure to have a meat snack in my pocket.' Yes, you're <laughs> looking less and less creepy by the second. He's pretty saucy. <laughs> um, yeah, throw him out the chamber. <laughs> Uh, another reason why I still don't like that flash, but uh, oh yeah, well. I, I, I love this version of flash. One yeah. visual effect. Oh yeah, that's moments, that's one thing I yeah. liked. That I thought maybe initially in the Justice version that the comedic flash would have been a product of his script writing, but he's still comedic in this. Like mm-hmm. to me, if yeah. you put Michael Rosenbaum's voice doing all his lines, I could I could see it being the Wally West flash from the cartoon. It, no, he like he yeah. behaves like him in a way, but right. where was I going with this? Yeah, it's like the same Flash, but without all the bad lines, like nothing about brunch, nothing about falling on one woman's tits. <laughs> Back in the Flash! <laughs> all the shitty lines have been ejected, and it's, it's interesting because in the previous two films, Man of Steel and BBS, I felt like the attempts at humor didn't land at all. But here I thought yeah, no, I, okay. I the same way. No. It so works I, with, I, I, with Flash. They got me to maybe chuckle twice. And yeah, that, so I will say, um, I, I think that is part of why they brought in Joss Whedon of all people to do the reshoots initially was because, oh, he had a reputation as being this sort of lighthearted director, this guy who could bring humor to the stage without yeah. it sort of seeming unnatural. He just and, does and fire 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 fire. Fire. But uh, yeah, it's like literally uh, Snyder's ca- clearly capable of delivering that kind of humor. It's clearly something mm-hmm. that they could have done with the script. Um which but, I will you know, give Ezra Miller think, props for in his performance. I will give props I, towards that, but I, I, eh, I still don't like it. I do think <laughs> both Man of Steel and BVS were meant to be darker movies. It wasn't meant yeah. to have that same sort of oh, yeah. sense of comic relief. This is more meant to be enjoyed and taken in, uh, like really as a culmination of those events. It's not meant to be uh, set up in the grand scheme of things in the same way BVS and Man of Steel were. It's mm-hmm. you know it's more entertaining in that sense, um, and. 
yeah, obviously they're capable of having this humor without coming off as super crass or super like, you know, early 2000s, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it works to me because yeah. it's mainly, aside from a little bit with Aquaman, it's mainly just Flash's character. And that's how it was in the cartoon again. You had him to balance everything out, you know, like the tense moments and then you have Flash. It, it works. It works for me. Whereas before, yeah. it was like yeah, it everyone was, like, was trying to have the witty remarks or, oh my god, the worst lines, like when he comes back, uh, Lois Lane, and I don't know if this was a misheard line, because I thought I heard it again here, but it wasn't, when she's she's with him in the cornfield and she says, you smell good. What? And he's like, did I not before? <laughs> but here he says, you spoke. You spoke. And I, I don't know, I, I, I feel like I almost yeah. misheard, you smell good again. I was like... No, she said you spoke. I was like, oh, okay, that makes and sense. Also, I, I'm glad they actually added in the um, scenes with um, Superman and Lois after he's brought back from the dead because in the original uh, Joss, Justice some, League, oh, oh, God, that's painful to say even, uh, they just fly off and then uh, they're fighting. They're trying to do all the stuff with the mother boxes and then he's like, it's absolutely nothing. We have no idea what's going on. Then, bam, you just... Hmm. He goes, well, all right, guys, uh, bring out the broom because I'm about to sweep this shit up for you. It, they still have the cornfield has, scene, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, was, there were dumb lines. Say, it's been a while since I've seen the theatrical release, but I'm pretty sure they had some inkling of that in yeah. the original. And, and she um, says, possibly, like, yeah. but I've repressed most of it. She <laughs> so, says, yeah. how, how did it feel? And he goes, itchy. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end, like when they, when he, they pull the mother box apart and they're both like, it was Superman and Cyborg on the ground, which doesn't happen mm-hmm. here. He, he's like, Cyborg's like, oh my God. I can feel my toes. I can't even process how that's even possible. Okay. And then Superman what? says, Ah, oh, I wish I was dead again. <laughs> what? Yeah, so do I, because I would have had to sat through this crap. Um, so I will say, and I think part of the reason why Snyder was so vilified by the uh, journalist class, right? Um, the are, you guys familiar with the, are you guys familiar with the concept of the male gla- male gaze, ah, as it's referred to pardon? in feminine yes, yes. circles? The male gaze. The idea I've that I've never been men... called an attractive man, so I do not know what a male gaze is. No. <laughs> so it's the idea that um, essentially <laughs> male directors dick. and male, you know, just anyone who's a creator from in really any medium, but basically in mm-hmm. film especially. Um, that men tend to objectify women and anytime you see a woman on screen it's really just to show off her tits and make her an object of sexual gratification and uh, part of the reason why Snyder was so hated by the press was because oh people saw that whole Wonder Woman uh, flash flash falling on Wonder Woman's tits thing as just being like oh this is they did the same thing with Bruce Banner in in Black Widow also true but um I think no I think everyone knew that that was something that was part of the reshoots I I knew it was I I mean you should have expected it to be but uh I I think that's part of the reason why you know there there was the sort of uh vilification of him because people thought that oh this is his style of filmmaking that there's something really Mm -hmm. crass about Zack Snyder there's some association here that we just don't want to be a part of I I always um, thought it was yeah. more of that they perceived them as trying to be too artsy with a medium that people see as, you know, it's like McMovies, right? Superior right. things. It's it's a Big Mac. You just eat it, you consume it, you get excited for the next one. And the, the way he comes at it is in this very... Cause, and I think I, I've shown you this video before where it takes all of these comparisons of like paintings and different works of art and different shots that he's lined up because 
that's what he's really good at. That's his specialty, right? With, with 300 and Watchmen, he translates existing art to the screen. And he incorporates that into these original stories, but, you know, they're a lot darker than the competition. And people, I guess, think it's trying to be too serious and too highbrow, maybe too, uh, what's the word, pretentious for what it is. But I don't really think it is. It, to me, it's that. always, this is what it would be like if these characters lived in our uh, downtrodden, cynical world. And in that regard, I, I respect what he was going for. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think Overall. you make... A, uh, like, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if uh, Zack Snyder was the best person to, like, guide the DCU. Into yeah, to build a whole universe. Before it was a Mar- Marvel-adjacent uh, thing, right? Because, you know, you're absolutely right. Marvel is meant to be consumed individually. They're but, meant to be entertainment first. They're not meant to have too much depth beyond... Uh, you know, the occasional fan theory and, you know, they're, they're great for what they are. Mar- the Marvel fan base, absolutely justified in liking Marvel movies. This um, is what WB wanted, though, because when they did Green Lantern, you know, kind of a bomb and they said, uh, OK, the lighthearted stuff isn't going to work for us. Do more Dark Knight. All right. Get this guy who did Watchmen, who we know is pretty good. It's what they wanted. <laughs> that, and yeah, in theory, that works pretty well. Yeah, but, and Christopher um, Nolan was a producer on on Man of Steel, at least. I don't know about BVS, yeah. but he was credited I think in he was. Snyder. He was on Man of Steel, yeah. Um, I'm, I, I think he was on BVS. And obviously, it was the same uh, screenwriter behind all those movies. Uh, Chris um, Terrio was... Uh, Chris Ter- it was David S. Goyer, I think, yeah. alone. I'm not... Might have been alone. Oh, no. Chris... Or David S. Goyer and Jonathan Nolan, I think, for mm-hmm. Man of Steel. And then it was David Goyer and Chris Terrio in BVS. And then BVS, no Goyer, just Chris Terrio and Snyder himself. Right. Um, so the point is, uh, if your goal was not to have a lighthearted thing, if your goal was to have something with a lot of depth, Snyder, you know, went for depth. He went mm-hmm. for something that was bigger than just an individual movie. Um, and obviously, the Snyder Cut is the culmination of that, right? It's per- it basically exactly what you would expect and exactly what you would want out of Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. simple terms, he shot his shot. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so, so uh, have we actually d- discussed any spoilers yet? I, I think maybe I don't think a little so. Bit, but uh, all right, here's the spoiler. spoiler banner up. <laughs> um, should I? Yeah, I'll put it up. Uh, but but uh, and yeah. here we go. Okay, so the first spoiler: the reason why this movie is four hours long is because at least half of it is in slow motion. Yes. Seriously, yes. oh my god. <laughs> What is with him in the slow mo? Like Edmund is still Batman, Superman. This Watchmen, like, Watchmen uses it a lot too. Why? Yeah. Um. That, well, that's his style. Aesthetically, look, it looks really cool, especially for characters like the Flash, who <laughs> you know well, that, that makes sense at least. Yeah, but uh, no, it's just a cool thing, and it's an aesthetic choice. It's not too hard to pull off, so I get it. <laughs> uh, I mean, but hey, too much of a good thing is. Not good, but I mean, hey, like, I'm not going to be completely hater mode, but I was just like, okay, is this necessary? You know what it reminded me of, and I hate to say this, but it kind of reminded me of the Paul Wes Anderson Resident Evil films. Because (laughs) all the action scenes in those are all slow motion. Just excessive slow motion. Probably at least a decade since I've seen any of them. So, uh, you know what? All right, different comparison. It's like a film that's a musical where, like, 
every scene just breaks into song and there's little breaks between it. But I guess eventually now that I, I get. To. Yeah. <laughs> I got used to it eventually. Uh, theater nerd. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I already said, I, in my opinion, it's an A movie. Like, I would... <laughs> A being the letter grade, not saying it's just. I was going to say, I was like, wait, <laughs> um, am I hearing what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I realized how that sounded the second I said it, but. Um, this is a movie. Yeah, it is a movie. Nine out of 10. Yes. <laughs> uh, That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so, what did I like? What did I hate? There, like, look, I, I really don't have too many moments that I d- disliked. Um, I, you know, I already mentioned the Martian Manhunter thing. It's. You know, I'm glad they brought him in, but it could have been a little more organic. Um, there were yeah. parts of the movie that I thought dragged a little bit, which, considering how well-paced the thing was for a four-hour-long movie, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I can definitely look past that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there were parts of the dialogue and stuff, which obviously isn't Snyder's fault. So. And thank God we didn't get that a like, heart of booyah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was... <laughs> and I saw that annoyed me. <laughs> I saw Ray Fisher post a tweet, and it made sense to me. He He was saying... Why are people asking me why there's no booyah when you're not asking why there's no up, up, and away, and anything, you know, like old Superman used to say? <laughs> he has a song. Right, it wouldn't have been why appropriate. Superman yeah. say up, up, and away? Or why is Batman and- not saying Great Scott Robin? What? <laughs> Great well, Scott no Robin. Robin. Did he actually used to say that? Yes, all Great the time. Scott. Holy shit. That's they they so both did. Superman and Batman in the old cartoons, they just used to say Great Scott a lot. I don't know, it was a thing back then. I think it was just like a common expression back then. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Ray yeah, Fisher yeah. should also put like, I mean, why aren't Wonder Woman's weapons named what they originally are? Because they're creepy, uh, <laughs> and they what's the, what's the word? Uh, they swayed towards obvious things that people aren't in, into. Hmm. I don't because know what you're because we all know the guy that created uh, Wonder Woman was a sadist. So, oh yeah, uh, he was super into bondage. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Stupid crap. William and, and, Yeah, people would uh, do a study on my head because I don't know what goes on in here. Speaking no, of, yeah, I mean, that's a perfectly logical place to go to while we're discussing this. Speaking of weird yeah. and dark things, I mean, the DC Universe has been dark for a while. Like, if you just look at the 90s, look mm-hmm. at all the dark stuff happened then. The death of Superman, Bane breaks Batman. There was something planned with Wonder Woman that didn't pan out. I won't go into any detail about that. Didn't Donald Troy get executed or something? That was uh, Titans. She didn't Oh, Titans, shit. Yeah. Right. But, wow. Why but, the um, hell did I remember that? Wonder Woman was forced, I think this was in the 90s, could have been 2000s, to uh, actually kill Max Maxwell Lord. That's pretty dark. Who is yeah. he again? He's uh, uh, Pedro Pascal in Wonder Woman 1984. He's oh, the, you know, okay. I've not seen 84. But he, he's different in the it. comics. It's he has like mind control powers. Can you believe... In 2017, Wonder Woman was considered to be the best DC movie of any of them, and <laughs> Justice League was considered a letdown, and now it's like the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly balanced, as all as things, all things should, should be. be. <laughs> um, now that moment did not yeah, happen. Wonder Woman 1984, no. <laughs> objectively not a great movie. Anyone who's seen it would tell you the same thing. There we go. Um, I made sure Justice League never existed. <laughs> yep, yep. Is it, I don't think you can even watch it on HBO Max. It's not even there. No, it's not on there. I anymore. don't think it is. Good. Um, well, it's it's getting the DVD release right now, so I'm sure. Why? Back. Um, well, it's still like a property that they want to sell. I'm sure there's some people. I mean, who like fair it. enough. But you might, you'd have a better shot. Well, no, they, Bruce Willis DVD. They had the DVDs of Justice League, of course. You know, when the movie was right. out of theaters, but I I don't know if they'll put that back into print at this point. Yeah, that's all not. depends, I guess. 
I mean, you got to wonder if there's anyone in the world who's seen both movies and actually prefers the uh, Joss Whedon version. There's probably some diehard Joss Whedon fans who are like, oh my god, I love Firefly! I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer! Joss! Joss, I love you! Oh, I don't know. It it just seems like everyone's against him at this point. Um, Even like the former diehard fans. Even the former cast are coming out against trouble recently. Oh yeah, he's under like a bunch of different allegations. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't know if he ever sexually harassed anyone, but basically, um, it's mostly for being everyone saying like he made everyone feel unsafe on set, and everyone saying, uh, "Oh, he's super aggressive." Yeah, yeah, just brought a bad energy. Set. I, I I don't know if he was convicted of or not convicted, but uh, accused of anything illegal. Yeah. Just well, made working conditions not great. And let's be fair, with this one, he ejected Cyborg's whole story. Oh, Cyborg yeah, like is they, integral. He's integral to the whole freaking mother box thing. If, if literally brought back to life by a mother box. Yeah, if, and it's explained what they are. Saying, living machines. Okay, yeah. I got it. Living machines from... Oh, and I like this detail. Different universe multiverse they say the word multiverse it was always there since 2017 to do the whole multiverse i look at this point i don't think that's a complicated idea to get behind i don't think you need to be a comic fan to understand what the multiverse is well Um, i mean if you're a boomer just ask the flash but but it's like yeah you get the sense um in the original justice league and even up in the avengers up until this point because they still haven't confirmed the existence of a multiverse beyond uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness they're obviously going to reveal it at that point um at some point it's like do they think the audiences are stupid that they couldn't understand this very simple concept that there's an infinite amount of universes we I mean, are talking about the same people that are complaining on Twitter every day about stupid stuff. So watch Discovery uh, or the Science Channel at any time. There's something going on about you know astrophysics or whatever, and then they talk about Hawking and how he, you know, proposed this whole thing and all that. Well, look, I'm not and even saying you need to comes in, make it cool for the kids. <laughs> I'm not even saying you need to have like an in-depth understanding of string theory or an understanding of what the multiverse is in reality, but. <laughs> Draw me the equation. In, in a comic book, in a comics perspective, it's not equation. a hard concept to get by. Uh, Hear me out. <laughs> I think it takes all of two seconds to explain it to an audience. And I, I guess Far From Home, they briefly explained it in the uh, last Spider-Man movie. But even that is like just in the... Co- it's a uh, mystery. I don't even remember the last Spider-Man movie at this point. Yeah, it's it, it's actually pretty good. But um, the, Which yeah, one the was it again? Was it Far, Far From Home? Or it's or the one with uh, Jake John Hall where he's Mysterio and oh. he claims to be from yeah, the universe, it. but he's not. Gotcha, gotcha. I enjoyed it. So, I just um, can't remember which one was which. And, mm-hmm. you know, they sort of hint at it in WandaVision, but that doesn't pan out. Yes. I, I, I think, um, like, once the next Doctor Strange movie comes through, they're actually going to explore that a little bit more. But it, it begs so. the question, yeah. why can they just it sort of introduce that concept in the original cut of Justice League? Why did they treat the audience as if we didn't know what was going on here? Um, and um, It is kind of like, just thrown in a little bit. Not, I, I won't say maybe not to the extent as it is in... Uh, obscure reference indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull way oh, at the end what i saw when they're like <laughs> they're aliens from outer space no different dimension different universe because here it's kind of like it's yeah, wonder woman explaining the whole backstory to, to bruce and she mentions that he's from her dark sides from a different universe and now I, I was like oh okay i guess so i mean i don't know if the new gods were always in canon from a, like a separate always- universe I think they were always part of the same universe canonically. Probably, um, yeah. I could, but I could see it being introduced separately. But. I like the idea that Steppenwolf alone—they say he's conquered like tens of thousands of world, and Darkseid's conquered hundreds of thousands. 
But yeah. the one that got away, Earth. Earth. Why? The anti-life equation. But why is it on Earth? We don't know. We and we probably won't know so because we will never. Know. Even though, even though Silver Wolf was tasked to capture that planet, he was told by Dasad. Yeah, real quick. Still owe fifty thousand worlds, and I thought Damn. at that moment, Steppenwolf was going to cry. What did he do? I was like, what, what did he do? To, to, yeah, to deserve that. I just remember that him time. going like something about usurping a throne. I was like, what? What's well, that to sounds- do with anything? Well, so look, canonically, Darkseid is the ruler of Apocalypse. He's yes. born into it. It's like he's... He's the Omega effect. When he's Euxus, uh, he's actually the prince of uh, Apocalypse before yeah. formally becoming uh, Darkseid after getting his mother killed. Well, yeah, Long originally it was supposed to be Drax, and then he killed him. And yeah, 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 I mean, any, got- any DC fans know the story. Did but, you say uh, Drax? Yeah. Yeah, Drax wasn't that his, his brother's brother. name? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of the green one. Tracks. <laughs> That's what I did too. All right. Different, different tracks. But, uh, not you, related. You know, what it, tracks. you know what it could have been because, like you said, he was Euxus in the flashback scenes. He wasn't full on Darkseid yet. I don't think at that point he had the Omega Force. Right. But it could have been before he well, ascended. I, I think to as that. soon as his actual body is turned to stone, that he's officially Darkseid, right? No. Oh yeah, he's yeah. officially Darkseid. Of so I, yeah, I'm pretty sure any past appearances they show him as. The mm-hmm. dark side. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking it could have been is yeah, maybe uh, before he ascended to the full dark side persona that maybe Steppenwolf challenged his authority and that's why he, you know, and lost clearly. So maybe that's I, why he has to. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't think they're him being like, oh, I just asked a question. <laughs> so I don't think they'll ever formally explore it and I don't think they necessarily need to, but I'm pretty sure they're going for the whole thing where it's like uh, instead of Drax being also up for the throne and instead of uh, Darkseid essentially having taken the throne from him, uh, Steppenwolf tried to usurp the throne. He, being uh, Darkseid's uncle, it would make sense that he would want that power for himself. He was born in the huh. world family and he'll never actually see the throne. So Hmm. You know, I, I I sort of get that, right? Like that's not all too uncommon of a theme in monarchies. Um, I could see not that. Not too far fetched, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I I really don't think they need to go too in depth with that, but you sort of get that that's his motivation. That he tried and failed to usurp the throne from Darkseid, and uh, basically now his whole motivation is trying to make it back, trying to get back into his good graces, because that's really the only you. way he could actually have any form of power is just mm. being dark side's lackey for all of eternity. Pretty much. Yeah. And they, even though every time it was like, step and whoop, you useless piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. They were just talking so low to him the entire time. They were just like, you failure, you loser, you traitor. Jane, you like, ignorant slut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The sod is like, <laughs> why have you still not found all the mother boxes? Oh, let me say, I love that visual of kind of the molten oh, I tar, really lava hologram uh, thing. Yeah. What a creative way to show communication. That was great. The, interdiment- the interdimensional Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know that's just what we do with COVID times across multiverses and you can get that filter for your camera if you get discord nitro now using our promo oh code God. utterly not no i hate no, you. we don't actually we don't actually have a promo code don't try it please guys sir, he's screwing with you on that one this is why we hate john half the time if you search <laughs> utterly nonsense on snapchat you could get the molten lava oh tar filter no no <laughs> But if you subscribe right now, <laughs> we, we got on zero before we got on Snapchat. What's up with that? 
<laughs> well, how do you even do Snapchat? Does anyone use I, it besides Mike at this I've point? I've never been on it. I've li- literally never had an account with it, so I don't know how it still has a following. Um, I just remember it like sort of started declining after I got out of high school, so never really saw the point there. Um, what else can we We're say old. about this movie? Yeah. <laughs> um, it has the same basic plot progression, I guess, as yes. the original version. Like, mm-hmm. he's got to find all the heroes. They got to get introduced in some way. And then the show uh, Steppenwolf coming in, he's taking the boxes, and they're like, okay, we got to do something about it. Kick ass, um, take Superman's got to come back. There he is. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> now we got to face him. And then, oh, look, he's back, and now we all fight him. Same so progression, but mm-hmm. much, 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 much expanded. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there's not too much to add as far as the plot goes. Uh, if you saw the original Justice League, you're not going to be too lost since it is essentially the same plot. It's just really drawn out. It's made to actually make sense. It's Justice League, but good. Okay. Here's one thing that doesn't Justice make sense. League, but good. Justice <laughs> League, but good. The beginning part where Superman's yeah. death cry awakens the mother boxes. Oh, they make an assumption. They say, okay, well, they never awoke because they were afraid of Superman. But what about all the thousands of years between where Superman wasn't there? Yeah, and I was also sort of wondering before about that. Krypton even existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know that. No, I I thought that was sort of brushed over, and that was actually one of the uh, sort of gripes I was thinking of. Um, was oh, why do they assume they need Superman all of a sudden? You know, oh, well, you got the fact the... that he is just a physically strong, like power heavy. Well, think uh, about Bruce's that. nightmare vision and how much that must have affected. Yeah, because remember. That he he remembers what Flash told him, and he says, "You were right about him. Fear him." And Lois is the key. Yeah. He knew something was coming. He knew they would have to have as much manpower, uh, human power, person power, as they would have. Well, to. it's oh, weird no, to think about, yeah. considering how long of a jump it's been from BVS. And I I don't know if they ever really uh, explain exactly how long it's been between BVS and Justice League, but uh, I'm guessing over the course of a few months, maybe a year at the most. Um, it's like he went to idolizing Superman pretty quickly, right? Like he went to thinking, oh, he's an existential threat to, oh, he's like our savior really quickly, right? Martha. (laughs) Um, It changed his name. It changed his name. It changed his mind pretty quick. And then, of course, which are all logic and reason. Have faith, Albert. Alfred. Yeah, I like that. Albert. I'm losing it with names today. Can I say, Jesse Eisenberg... Because it's Jeremy Irons. Jesse Eisenberg played a great Joker in BBS. He played (laughs) a great Joker. Better than Jared Leto. Or Mad Hatter. What do you think of uh, Jared Leto's actual Joker? uh, Just since it's a pretty drastic (sighs) difference from what we saw in Suicide Squad. It didn't outwardly repulse me. Put the clown makeup me. That's a good sign. Green, I'm doing it better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but um, it wasn't yeah, as cringy. At, at least it wasn't as cringy as in Suicide Squad. Like I wasn't. Yes, less cringy. I, I wasn't so gagging myself while seeing it. And they have good dialogue. It's actually a pretty no, good interaction. Decent. There's a lot of hints to previous things in Batman comics. How he was like, oh, a mother, a father, adopted son. I'm just like, oh, he's going in already. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Use your next words carefully. He goes all the way. Was carefully. He's like, <laughs> he was just like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> he knows a little he thing about that. a boy to do a Batman's job. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, what? <laughs> and, he, and he references Jason Todd, and you know his yeah. parents dying, and that Batman's yeah, like, he's talking about Harley Quinn dying in his arms, 
It was like which the is last odd. thing. I was like, the last thing she asked me is to kill you, and when I do it, to do it slowly and make no mistake. I will, I will kill, kill you. you. And he says, I will fucking, <laughs> I will kill, fucking you. kill you. Yeah, and then Three. Superman's Three. here because they literally were like avoiding. And also, did anyone notice how Mira's hair was literally more genuine ginger like mine? Yeah, that just bothered me. Yeah, it was lighter. It wasn't that, so that saturated is, like in Aquaman. I was like, why? And then realistic. Just like, I'm going to get revenge on what he did to Arthur. I'm like, Darkseid killed him. Not so Superman. What the clearly, hell are you talking about? No, it was, it was probably Superman because you see Superman holding a, you know, a skeleton, which was probably Lois. And at that point, Darkseid yeah. puts his hand on him. Darkseid probably came to Earth, got the anti-life equation and used it to brainwash everyone, including Superman. That's, That's what I'm, it does. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. It like, takes I mean, away free will. A slave to Darkseid, yeah. yes. Uh, but I was just more like, Wait, we clearly see him grab his trident and then just right up against the rock. I'm just like, hey, I, we could be wrong because, like you said, places ain't on anti-life. Everyone's under my control now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I, uh, mean, I remember in the dream, it literally had uh, the giant Omega symbol embedded into the actual Earth. Yeah, Here's and one so- thing I didn't get about how Steppenwolf knew the anti-life equation was there. So he gets a vision yeah. from the mother boxes well, yeah, and it's a reused CGI sequence from... The one with Darkseid, where he like pounds the ground and the thing appears. They just put the Steppenwolf model there instead. So, <sighs> in telling the previous story, where to assume that Darkseid actually did that, but now Steppenwolf does it, and he's like, he knows that it's there. How? My lord. Right. Um. So I will say we're also assuming that all the nightmare sequences we're seeing are a objective future. Like it's an objective reality that we've but like a few people have seen reality of. Yeah, exactly. Here's, bring, here's what brings from, up this point. Uh, as the Kryptonian AI said, the future shown is now rooted in the present. Literally, as uh, the Flash was coming down to uh, revive Superman, that's, a good that's what the yeah. shit was... Literally saying the entire time. You're right. I like, thought that line this. was weird. We know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. It's, so questions. it's like Judgment Day, right? They can change yeah. it. They can postpone it. I, but I, it's I, like still it's somehow inevitable. At the time, I sort of took that to mean, oh, Superman's going to be brought back eventually, if not by these guys, by either Darkseid or someone else. Exactly. Mm. Someone who could turn him, someone who could use his powers for evil. He clearly has that tendency naturally, right? Like uh, the fact that he automatically went violent as soon as uh, really they awoke him. And, you know, to be fair, uh, Cyborg did sort of turn aggressive first. Unwillingly. Right off the bat. But he went full force against them very quickly, you know? Yeah. Um, I like the part where he's trading headbutts with Wonder Woman, which that sequence was in the... Ori- w- that was funny. Yeah, that, no, that the was reshot yeah. version. Justice but it was League. kept it's here. And the, our favorite scene from the Joss version with Flash running and then Superman catching him in slow motion, it's still and in there. Going like, yes. Really? I was glad that scene made it because I genuinely love it. I just like his face. Where he's Superman like, just do that. He goes like, yes, I'm pretty fast too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he's still very fast. And to be fair, the reason why I don't think uh, the Flash is automatically like a- actually able to avoid him that easily and actually able to get away from him very slightly, but like is still the reason why I think Superman's able to keep up with him there is because mm-hmm. Superman is fully enraged, fully unbridled. Oh, and yeah. the Flash and, like, is also freaked not... the fuck out. The Flash yeah. doesn't... Like, he's in such a panic mode right now, it's not occurring to him, oh, I can easily run faster than this guy if I really try to. Here, remember, he says, this Superman was my hero. He says that, and I like that. Yeah. 
And so he's seeing his hero come <laughs> back from him. the dead, trying to kill everybody, and not just that, but as fast as he is, yeah, I too would be like... I would have been like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, I would have been like, well, I'm gonna die. Yeah. That's a good scene, and I like how it's sort of explained. It's not Batman that brings in Lois this time. It's just she happened to be in the area because she's constantly visiting the monument. And I feel like the Martian Manhunter did attribute to that factory going like, you need to come back to your life, Lois. Pretty much. Yeah, he's like, the world needs you too, Lois. Yeah, I think that was so much better than... uh, I I, I know that there was a pregnancy test in her drawer uh, when she grabbed her uh, press pass. That I didn't notice. Uh <laughs> yeah, how did um, I notice that of all things? I'm the most blind here. I did not yeah, notice that. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. Um, yeah, I will say, uh, I, I think her actual presence there made a lot more sense than uh, how it did in Justice League, right? Just having uh, yeah, Alfred and Randall go get her. Like, where the yeah. hell did you come from? Um, here's a few obvious things that should have been included in the original, uh, not the original, in the theatrical cut, but weren't. Uh, the third mother is getting taken. They literally just yada yada the fuck out of that in the original <laughs> release, right? Like, it literally just what? a boom tube opens up in Star Labs and yep, end of action. That's it. And then he just, now what? there's actual emotional stakes. Oh, Silas actually brought it back into Star Labs to try to place a marker on it so they could easily find where they're bringing the mother boxes. He gave Which them I a fighting was, chance and dope. sacrificed himself doing that. Fucking awesome. Gave it emotional stakes. Yeah, Great. and there's a built up relationship with him and his son. You see all that past, it's all there. Mm-hmm. It Thank actually you. feels like a real loss, and it's well carried yeah. out. And I was uh, just like, "Oh crap!" I I was just like, "Well, the, now I feel bad." No, <laughs> yeah. pretty much how I, like I was just like, "Wow, oh, jeez, this got real." Yeah, and look, it, it obviously made Cyborg seem like an actual character instead of just mm-hmm. an a human MacGuffin, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So that the freaking yeah, MacGuffin, it, like obviously they just saved the arc that was oh. just thrown aside in the original. Can movie. I say? And I don't know why this wasn't included in the Joss version at all. All of the scenes where Cyborg is kind of like, not in the dream world, but in it's like a vision of how he sees things in this cyber world. They basically build him up to be the most powerful technological thing on the planet, which is cool because we have all of these specialties. Batman's the best, you know, he's the best intellect. Superman's the strongest. Wonder Woman's the best warrior. Aquaman's the well, he's Aquaman, the best swimmer. Flash is the fastest. <laughs> Cyborg is the the most tech. They all bring something important and unique. And I like those scenes where it's depicting him interacting with the machines, and he can see things and he can manipulate them. It's like, yeah, yeah cool. And now I have to ask, when the hell was he able to fly? It, yeah, they, they like, sort of in, like in Teen Titans, he was never. That's able a different to fly. cyborg. There's two different cyborgs. It, obviously, yeah. There's pre New Fifty Two, which is just man and machine, and then there's post New Fifty Two, which is like the mother box apocalypse cyborg, which is very much powered up. And you think about uh, it, it makes a lot of sense that he's like literally imbued with this alien technology, this technology yeah, that is so far, it, it's so far beyond mm-hmm. human capabilities. It's so far beyond anything we're capable of comprehending. Of course, he's going to easily be able to interact with any machine on this planet. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. And then he, they add that little like a heartwarming moment. This woman's got $11.92 in her bank account. Hey, how about everybody right yeah. now in this pandemic? Haha. <laughs> this yeah. planet or another planet. And then planet. it goes like, Bam, 100K. I was just like, you are a goddamn great man. 
No. Seems like you could do that for a lot more people. Yeah, hey, uh, Cyborg, cancel my student loans. You know how much it would cost to actually cancel student loans for everyone in the country? I don't know, less than the uh, national defense bill? Yeah, actually, um, $1.8 trillion. <laughs> what? Which $1.8 trillion, which is actually oh, less really? than what was spent on the last few stimulus packages. Hmm. So, something they could do. They choose not to. Whatever, moving on. Where's okay, we, the frog me with listen, the <laughs> we won't take it personally, but uh, when you're looking yeah. for, you know, a um, little support, uh, <laughs> I might look that way. <laughs> Not at you. Um, <laughs> we are terrible people. <laughs> okay, so what else can we say? Um, third act, they actually color corrected it, which was nice. <laughs> I noticed that, yeah. Do you remember just how terrible it looked in the original version? How it, everything was bright and red for Too something? much red! No, I literally got a headache from the way they had it, like, color-wise and all that, like, in the original, not, the Joss Sweden version, Jesus. Joss Sweden. Yeah, I, Sweden. I can't say names right, all right? <laughs> so, yeah, now it actually looks, first of all, like it's Snyder's vision. Uh, you can yeah. tell he actually shot this. It doesn't just look like something that was done quickly in reshoots. Um and, you know, it just looks so much cleaner. The action actually flows pretty well. You're not, like, confused watching any of this. All the action uh, scenes it, are longer. And, all right. of them. Yeah. They're all longer. Yes, literally all of them. Weird. Like, you would think, okay, action scenes, they'll just leave those. No! Some. Why were they shortened for the theatrical version? Yeah, it makes literally no Because they hate human happiness and joy. <laughs> And again, I, it, it reiterates the point we made earlier, right? Like all of these characters work so well as a team. If they just left this in, it would have been a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, yeah. Like even just fighting Steppenwolf after Superman comes in, he doesn't go and intervene with what Flash is doing. He doesn't make Flash look look unimportant or not as useful as he could be. He's fighting. Of course, he's the biggest heavy hitter, but... You know, he works together with One Woman and Aquaman. You see them all get their hits, and and I I really like when he's just pounding the shit out of them. He's just like, and, and, and then we get the and then we get the sequence from the trailer. Yep, just goes full red eyes, and, and I'm like, I, all right, here we go. The way they finally off him is just it's so good. Everyone gets I a hit. Very in. much. That was my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, and Cyborg, he has the Sonic boom arms. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank God. I got the Sonic if you got the boom. <laughs> Teen Titans reference uh, for everybody. Yeah, I think they know. The good one. Uh, yeah, no. I Booyah. Think that. <laughs> my man. Step on that wolf. <laughs> like, once again, Prairie. But uh, yeah, overall, the way that like uh, Superman was just able to like give him a pounding, beam off one of his horns, and then for some reason he just retracts his armor. I was just like, what the hell? That's stupid. And then he goes like, tries to get another hit in, and then just Aquaman goes like, nope. Yep. You're my catch of the day. <laughs> Superman might be stronger because he uses, and I like that they, this was something that was congruent with the two, that he uses the, uh, I, keep, I keep thinking of Vision, the frost breath to freeze his axe and then it yeah. breaks apart. I thought that was He didn't have that before. No, and Perfect. also because yeah. I think uh, before that, like a couple scenes before, he literally flew up into the atmosphere, sun's rising. I'm just like, oh, all right, someone's taking a sun bath. Oh, yeah, you got to power up. And oh, yeah. in BVS, that scene was taken directly from the whole cinematic trailer to DC Universe Online, where it shows Superman next to the sun, and then he, <laughs> and then you see his eyes glowing. 
direct direct uh which makes more sense <laughs> yeah um speaking of the color correction i noticed all the effects look a lot more crisp sharp and clear like one complaint i had about the theatrical one was especially when flash was running all of the lightning everywhere made it look really murky and cloudy and i couldn't tell uh, what was going on but here it's like they touched it up well it's like everything is sharp well for my eyes yeah, no, it, it did look just a lot cleaner, and you can tell it the VFX yeah. team actually had time to, you know, work on this. Yeah, yeah, and um, like those little like wires he had like um around his suit, like the fact that you could see like little bolts of energy, electricity bounce off them and come off them. I was just like, all right, that is a good effect. Yeah. That's why the suit makes the suit look best as it can. Here's the best effect in the whole movie. No mustache! Yeah! For who? Cavill. In, in, in the reshoots, they had to CGI his face because he had to grow mustache for Mission Impossible 5. Yeah. Or, That's stupid. Whichever one was the one that Henry Cavill was in. He had a full mustache and stubble. Oh so my God. when he came in for the Joss Whedon reshoots, anytime you're seeing him on screen his face was completely recreated using CGI. And it's the most noticeable yeah. thing and in the movie. It, was it like, wasn't even as good as a deep fake. I, I think worse. I uh, exactly. pressed that one as well because that just good. sounds like... <laughs> good. Yeah, it, it was. No one liked that. Um, What else? Dark Side, what can you say? It's great. He looks good. The first trailer we got good. where he appeared, I thought, okay, that looks a little unfinished. It looks finished here. Very detailed. He looks good. The he eyes, sounds I great. Say, oh. Yes, we see the Omega Beams. Yeah, that I was very excited about the Omega Beams. I had to be really honest. I geeked at that part. And I like how they leave it off, where they're just staring him down through the portal at the end, and oh, you yeah. know what's coming. He's like, it's just like you do realize I will come over he's like, there. <laughs> Ready the Armada. The invasion is coming because this wasn't an invasion. This was just a little search party. Imagine what an invasion will be like, yeah. which we probably won't see. We do but this still. the old way. I was like, oh, yeah. oh my. The, this is his I'll do it myself moment. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I will say the fact that they were able to make the Snyder Cut be a thing gives me hope, right? It, it tells me that oh, yeah. there's enough demand here that uh, they would be willing to make uh a formal Snyderverse that they'd be willing to put Zack Snyder back in charge and at least give him another couple of movies. Um, and you know, we always sort of beg the question anytime there's a DC release as to what the future of the DC extended universe is going to look like. It looks like they could be heading towards nightmare. It looks like they could be building towards that. Hmm. Um, and obviously dark side's going to play a force moving in. I don't think they would have given him the okay to completely create this character if uh, they didn't have some future plans here. I mean, there's uh, definitely got to be uh, Snyder's cut Justice League 2 now. Yeah. Considering so, the way they had the movie end. In well, the case. thing is, I don't know if we can guarantee that because I know they exactly, were yeah. really, at least aside from the one part where he said I, he wanted to like reshoot a few scenes and they said no, but maybe just this one, which was the one with Joker. I, they were pretty yes. hands off with it. Like To me, it was a surprise that they actually had to present it presented in the 4-3 scale. Yeah, because it's yeah. for streaming. Honestly, you don't everyone's right? everyone's streaming on on sixteen nine. So for them to allow that shows just how you know hands off with it they were. So I don't think all of these things yeah, that are lingering like, we're be like doing this in four three as per Snyder's vision. Yeah, like like the nightmare, or we didn't even get to see what the world's reaction was to Superman coming back. There's a lot of things yeah. hanging. I don't know if we'll get to see them. Or another thing, like when Luther tells Deathstroke, 
Batman is Bruce Wayne. That was to oh. set up the original The Batman with Ben Affleck. But as we know, that's not happening now because it's Robert Pattinson. And, you know, to be fair, that's a Earth or Earth One, Earth, Earth I, Two, Year One, maybe. One of those Earths. Earth um, two. Point is, it could be in a different universe. Obviously, it couldn't canonically be in the DC extended universe since uh, they're sort of building in a few things that make it obvious that it's not part of the same universe. But, uh, I, I feel like that could be self-contained enough that it wouldn't distract from a Ben Affleck-led project if they chose to pursue that down the line. I think the fact that this came out sort of gives me hope um, that some of these characters could have solo movies uh, if they were previously just removed from the role entirely, which I, I know Ben Affleck was talking about retiring for a while since, you know, obviously they were <laughs> completely... We all know the pictures character. he's had on Twitter lately where he's just like... Just yeah, he just like looks all of us dropping his donuts. Or I, I like this one that I like to use, where it's just him sitting, looking like yep. he just looks so out of it. It, it that's literally me. <laughs> yeah, the point, it, me. the point is, I could definitely see him coming back to this role, um, and that would be interesting yeah. to say. Now, this uh, does back in my question since uh, Deathstroke got brought up. Is it now canon that Ray Shal Ghul is involved? Because as you can see on his sword, he's got the symbol of the goddamn. I can never remember the League of Assassins. Head. Yes, League of Assassins. Yeah, he has the symbol on his sword. Yes. Right, that's another detail. I, I, I actually don't. Yeah, I don't know if he had that in the original. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, it could have just been an Easter egg, and there were obviously a lot of Easter eggs in this Possible, movie. Possible, yeah. but it's just saying, hey, who knows? But like, I mean, obviously they're not bringing in Green Arrow because that's been overplayed, and we get it, CW. Hmm. <laughs> Green Arrow is the god of the CW verse. He is literally the creator. It is the Arrow verse. Hashtag Spectre. I, I just want to see more of these characters. That's what it comes down to. I want to yeah, see Shazam yeah. interact with these characters. You know, yeah, um, Shazam should have been in it, if you ask me personally. <laughs> but overall, yeah, yeah. The, who they were able to get into it with what they were given, very impressive. Well, Shazam obviously takes place like a while after the events of Justice League. Because uh, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it would, it would be nice, and I could obviously see him kind of get Shazam. Because think about it: if they have to face an whole armada, they're not just going to need the Justice League. <laughs> they're yeah. going to need the Justice League Unlimited. Get everyone, <laughs> and I mean everyone. Even the that, that guy with the, get the, cow, the cowboy with the two guns. Get the, the knight, like the cosplayer with the sword. Get the what? question. Cosplayer. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's minor characters in the Justice oh League cartoon. There's a guy who's... I don't know what he is, but he's just... He's dressed up as a knight. He has a sword. He doesn't really do anything else except fight with a sword. And a horse, maybe. Can freaking do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said him he's a cosplayer. <laughs> Definitely get the question. He's got to ask the right questions. Oh, yeah. Like, aha, I knew it. 32 flavors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I see this going somewhere like, you know, you have the Martian Manhunter uh, set up, you got Shazam, Black Adam is somewhere, presumably. Somewhere, thankfully, it's going to be Dwayne The, the Rock, Rock Johnson. If, okay, here's here, here's my pitch to you, WB. You know how you do a Snyder League 2? This is going to be your moneymaker, right? Get The Rock in it! <laughs> Seriously, the, or, well, or his uh, I mean, midget counterpart, Kevin Hart. Well, I, I know we know the uh, name, name me a time they in the movie together and they're the little counterparts are bipolar opposites of each other. Some yep, 
I mean, the Black Adam movie is coming, right? Like, we know it's coming soon. Uh, yeah, it is, he is, in fact, confirmed as Black Adam. I just remembered that. I don't know if it's in production. I got no idea. I, I know they gave it a release date, but I think it's wild on the line, like 2023 or something. Yeah, so um, it's wild from the point is, it's going to be made. So, you know, they clearly have Which plans for it. It's not like, uh, mm-hmm. it's not like uh, the DC Extended Universe is dead in the water. They're still very much clearly projects in Green play. Lantern. So, uh, Aquaman yeah. 2. Green Lantern Core. Aquaman 2 with Maybe, maybe not Amber Heard. So maybe Millie Clark. No, because for the love of God. Maybe Millie Clark. Yeah, I would <laughs> accept that. Just get a real redhead. Come on. Get Amy Adams. <laughs> I would accept that too. Damn it. So Stop what the else? redhead erasure. So what else can That's we say? That's another podcast from another time, though. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll do that in the future. Um, what else can we say about this movie that we haven't already? The music, I thought, was Okay. The best parts it of it were the callbacks to, to previous ones, but I think you can clearly tell that Hans Zimmer is just a better composer overall, and that's not really a criticism to a junkie XL. I mean, he's Hans Zimmer. He, he makes yeah. great tracks, but I think they work best together because w- whenever it was a, a double track with him, like with BVS or uh, what was the other one? Oh, he, was in, he did Man of Steel, but it was uncredited. I think they also did Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 2. He has like a spice to it that just builds onto Hans Zimmer. So <coughs> anyway, I, I don't think the soundtrack was significantly better than the Danny Elfman one. That's just me. But well, you know, Danny it was okay. Elfman, right. It was fine. <laughs> no, I didn't notice a huge difference. But uh, overall, I thought the soundtrack was fine. Uh, didn't blow me away. But um, I, yeah, I, I fully agree with you. That in the, uh, in the words of uh, one okay. of the Robins from uh, Young Justice, I was uh, not overwhelmed. I was just whelmed. That's Dick Grayson, but yeah. Mm. I said Robin. No, it, it is. Well, I, I just said one of the Robins. Because I, <laughs> all right, but it was Dick. Got it. it yeah, it's, I was that's like, like early on in the season. Was it, was it uh, the, the other one that kind of annoys me? The Tim Drake? Damien Tim Wayne? Drake, yeah. Well, Damien's no, not Tim Drake. Justice yet. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's oh, just... God, uh, Damien Wayne is, yeah. And Jason Todd, they completely brush over. Like, I think he's canonically dead in that, but... Uh, uh, he's dead. Yeah, at this point, like yeah, it, at this in, point uh, in the he's series, in, uh, uh, he's on the holographic he's, tube yeah, thing with Wally. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. um, yeah canonically, uh, right now it's just Dick Grayson and Tim Drake as the yeah. Robins, and Dick Grayson's Nightwing at this point in the yeah. series. So. I'm getting more and more Alex Ross lighting as the day goes on because there's just my window. Yeah, for I was gonna say, dang, where'd you go? It's been getting dark in real time, and just look at my camera now. You only see the tops of me. Yeah. Is this real life oh or is this fantasy? Hey. <laughs> I say, how dark is your mind. room? Yeah, no, I don't have any other lights on. So but we the light yeah. is waning, and I think we, unless anybody has anything else to say, I've I've reached all I've, my uh, notes. We've I've covered all the points. I think we got it. But overall, I've it. expressed my joy towards it. Yeah. I believe. So. All in all, the fans were right. Snyder yeah. did exist. And it was magnificent. <laughs> Raise the roof. It's real. And it's magnificent. And now Watch. it's canon. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you've sat through our podcast this long, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening First of all, God on bless whatever you. platform you're on. If you have been watching this with us live, I don't think anyone has uh, actually sat through this live the entire time. I know we've had a few viewers in and out. but uh, And we wouldn't blame you. Whatever. Anyway, uh, if you have stuck around in the audio version for this long, thanks for listening. Check out our other stuff. All of our podcast platforms and all of our previous episodes are up on our website, utterlynonsense.com. Go check it out if you liked what you heard here. 
with all that being said, John, do you have it queued up? I know we're live. Yes, I do. Screw this up. Okay, timing is everything here. It is love and happiness, everybody. 